Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <clears throat> Lord bless everyone. And you're hearing the program, Mr. Kakalidis in the Bible podcast. Yesterday, I was not able to do any program live. So I um, took some of my YouTube videos and I made it into programs. Um, and you were here, I'm getting to know Jesus, because that was my YouTube um, um, show, Getting to Know Jesus. Then I found out that somebody had it in, in the podcast, so, um, even though my YouTube channel, I believe, came before that, because it came around 2010, Getting to Know Jesus. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um it, there were some important messages there that was pretty good um, for anyone who wants to hear them. I want to talk today about prayer. The importance of prayer. It is very important for Christians to pray and to pray constantly. And prayer is our life force. It's the blood that runs in our veins. It's the air that we breathe. If you could stop praying... If you stop praying, the enemy knows he has you. If you stop prayer and Bible reading, the enemy pretty much has you to give in to any sort of temptation or any trial or even leave the walk of God. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.17, pray without seasoning. Luke 18 verse 1, then Jesus spoke a parable to his disciples that men always ought to pray and not to lose heart. Romans 12, verse 12, Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continually steadfast in prayer. Colossians 4, 2, Continually, earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. I need to go to a special place to record because the enemy loves to start um, messing um, with me when I start recording. As soon as I started recording yesterday, do you believe as soon as I started, a car passed with loud music and I wasn't even 30 seconds into the program another car passes with loud music and then I try to record again another car with loud music so I was like maybe um, God wants me to put my YouTube messages so I put some of my YouTube messages in it but it was a continuously it was like this was a constant war it was like every 15 seconds cars were passing with loud music and it was for over two or three hours and I was like I even got mad, but thank God that it was over, you know, and today is day. Prayer, as Christians, we depend on prayer. You know, Samson, his strength lied in his hair. His hair was cut, 
And the Philistine pretty much did what they wanted to do with Samson. The same thing is with us. If we're disconnected with prayer, we lose our strength. We, we, we lose our life force. And the enemy knows that. If he could take your communication with God away from you, he pretty much has you. And the enemy is like a lion, the Bible says. The Bible says in 1 Peter 5 verse 8, Be sober and be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. He walks like a lion, seeking to devour you, to destroy you. And how can he destroy you? He can't destroy you if you have a good prayer life. If you're walking with God, if you're constantly in the word. But he can destroy you if you start slacking off. He can make it more easy, more, more harder for you to serve God the way you should. And to be more fruitful to God in your work. Let's play a hymn and then we'll continue with this study. Let's play... The, um, the hymn When the Saints Go Marching In
You know, it's a command to pray. It's a command. It's an order. God commands us to pray. The Bible says it's a command. It's not. It's not an option. A Christian does not have the option not to obey. It's a command from God that you better pray. Isaiah fifty-five verse six says, "What does it say? Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near." That's a command. Matthew seven verse seven. What does Matthew 7 verse 7 says? Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Philippians 4 6. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Oh, it's a command. And, and who is it to be offered to? Is to be offered to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We see prayer offered to all three of them. Well, we see prayer offered to the Father. Um, it, it's um, when we pray to our Father who art in heaven. We also see in in that's in Matthew chapter six, verse nine. You pray to the Father, our Father who art in heaven, right? In Acts chapter 7, verse 59, Stephen, when being stoned, he prayed to Jesus. He said, um, that's Acts 7, 59, he says, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And we see prayer offered to the Holy Spirit in 2 Thessalonians 3, 5. Now may the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. May the Lord, who is the Lord there, direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patience of Christ. The Lord there is the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> and we see that we're called to be in communion with the Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians 13, 14. It talks about the grace of God, the love. The, it talks about, let me go to Second Corinthians. Um, Second Corinthians 13, 14. What does it say? The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion, the fellowship, cornea of the Holy Spirit be with you. And in 1 John 1, what does it say? Verse 3. That which, well, wait a minute. Yeah, verse 3. Chapter 1, verse 3 of 1 John. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you. That you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. Oh, we are called to have a fellowship, a cornea, an intimacy with all three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. Oh, yes, you're called. You're called to have that relationship, that intimacy with God. God hears our prayers. The Bible says in Psalms 10, verse 17, Lord, you have heard the desire of the humble. You will prepare their heart. You will cause your ear to hear. You know, I have a goal. I have a desire to go to Pakistan. And there's this Pakistani lady that I know for sure that she will marry me if I go to Pakistan. And I will start a church down there. That's that's a plan. That That's a goal that I have. And hopefully it's gonna be fulfilled. And if you have, if you have desire to give to this ministry so I could go to Pakistan and marry this 
beautiful lady and start a church down there and help widows and orphans, then email me at revkakalidis at gmail.com and tell me that you want to give a donation and I'll give you an address so you can send me a check and it will help definitely with the podcast ministry but it will also help in saving up to go to Pakistan and minister in Pakistan as well. Anyway. Um, we are called to bow our knees in prayer as well. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.14, For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are also called to look up. Um, we see in Psalms 5 verse 3, My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you and I will look up. Those are all different forms of prayer, different kinds. I'm looking up, bowing down. We're called to pour our hearts to God. Um, Hannah poured her heart to God. We read in 1 Samuel 1.15, it says, And Hannah answered and said, No, my Lord. She was talking to Lee, the priest, the high priest. I am a woman of sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but I have poured out my soul before the Lord. Oh, she was pouring her soul before the Lord. Psalm 62 verse 8 says, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts before him. God is a refuge for us. Have you ever poured out your heart to God? Have you ever poured out your heart to God? Cried in tears and said, God, I can't do it on my own. I need you. And, and just talk to God all the things that, that are bothering you that you cannot handle yourself. You know, we can't, there's some things that we cannot take on our own. Let, let me just refrain from saying that. Not some things. Everything, brothers and sisters. We can't do it on our own. We need God to give us the strength. We need God to empower us. We need God to strengthen us. We need God to, to give us the ability to be able to do the things that we cannot do on our own, brothers and sisters. Oh, you think you can do it on your own? No, no, you can't. You can't, brothers and sisters. You can't. Jesus said, without me, you can't do nothing. John 15, verse 5. Oh, don't think that you can do something without God. Don't think you can handle the situation on your own. Oh, that's why we need prayer. That's why we need dependency on God. That's why we need to pour our burdens before God because we can't carry this burden on our own. It wasn't meant for you to carry it on your own. It wasn't meant for you to try to deal these situations on your own. You need God. You need to speak with God. You need to talk with God. You need to have that intimacy relationship with God. Not just in the church, but at home in private. You know, nowadays, many people, they only pray in church. <clears throat> they don't like to pray in their home. That's why there's so much stuff going on in their home. That's why their home is a wreck. That's why the house is in disorder. Oh, because there's no time for God in the home. There's time for God in the church, but not at home. And home needs to have more God than the church, believe it or not. Because the church is only for, inside a church is only for a couple of hours or one hour. But at home, you're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, you, 
Yes, you might go to your job, but you're more at home than anything else. Let your home be a sanctuary as well. Every step you take, may it be a step for the Lord and in communion with the Lord. May you be an example to your family, to your sons, your daughters, your grandchildren, your husband, your wife. Let them know that that in their home, there's a godly person. There's a person that is praying for them. If they're not saved, may they get saved through your example. May they feel the presence of God and, and say, I can't be cursing in the house. God is in that place. Oh, God is there. Oh, I feel, I feel kind. I cannot continue my way. I, I want to be in that house more because God is there. Oh, I don't want to drink no more. I don't want to smoke no more. I don't want to lust no more because God is there. I don't want to live in sin no more. I want Jesus in my life. Oh, may he feel God's presence in your home. May they see God's glory in your home. Oh, brothers and sisters, may they see God's glory in your home. Let's play the the hymn. We have this hope. Yes, we do. We have a hope. Sisters, brothers and sisters, we have this hope in God. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Let's continue over here. Sometimes I think it's safe to be in my room that is not loud. And then that's what happens when you're recording the back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Headlands, right? Only one place that is really quiet. And that is my closet. <laughs> I see myself running to my closet every single moment. Because it's extremely loud. And this is like the only place where there's peace and quietness. We call to draw near to God. Psalm 73 verse 28 says, But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all your works. Hebrews 10.22 Let us draw near with a true heart. In full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with the pure word, pure water. Um, We're called to draw near, draw near to God. Oh, draw near to him. He's so good. God is so good. Yes, there are things that happen in our lives. There are lots of things that happen in our lives, and we're like wondering why this happens. And But yet God changes all these situations for our good. And the end result, we see God's hand. I mean, we, we may not understand why God permits certain things. But sometimes... When we look in the long run and and we see how everything plays out, we're like, wow, this is the reason why God allowed this to happen. Because he had this for me. He had something better for me. And God gave us the Holy Spirit who, who prays and leads us into prayer. The Romans says, um, book of Romans says in chapter 8, verse 15, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage against the fear. But you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Holy Spirit himself cries in us to God. Galatians 4, 6 says, And because you are sons, God has sent forth his, the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. The Holy Spirit cries. Oh, he cries in us, brothers and sisters. He prays for us. He intercedes for us. Hallelujah. God is so good. Oh, we need to pray. We need to spend more time with prayer. Oh, we can't pray without. We need to pray. You know, certain things that prayer needs to be accomplished with. One thing is with repentance. We need to repent um, daily, but when you're praying, have you repented when you pray? Have you talked to God and confessed your sins before God? Confession as well. Repentance, a repentant heart. First Kings 8.33, when your people, Israel, are defeated before an enemy because they have sinned against you and when they have turned back to you and confess your name and pray and make supplications to you in this temple. 
Notice, when they turn their back to you, turn back to you, when they turn back to you, repentance, a turning away from the sin towards God. Confession, um, Daniel made confession, Nehemiah made confession. Nehemiah 1.7 says, We have acted very corruptly against you and have not kept the commandments, the statutes, nor the ordinances which you commanded your servant Moses. And Daniel 9, he said, And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confessions and said, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him, with those who keep his commandments. Verse 5 of chapter 9 of Daniel. We have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. Neither have we heeded your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, and our princesses, to our fathers, and to all the people of the land. Oh, we've done wickedly, God. Have you confessed your sins along with the sins of others? Oh, sometimes we need to pray for others. Sometimes we need to stand in the gap for others who, who don't really repent. Oh, God, I can't repent for them, Lord God, but I pray, Lord God, for them. I put myself in the gap for them, Lord. Open their eyes so they can see what they've done. You know, you, you have to intercede for people. Prayer cannot just be for you, brothers and sisters. You know, sometimes we are caught up about ourselves, ourselves, this and that. And we at least worry about other people. Oh, we at least worry about other people. We need to start. We need to start caring for other people and praying for them, interceding for them. Have you ever weeped? Weep in prayer. It happens at times. At least it happens to me. It happened to Jeremiah. Jeremiah thirty-one nine. They shall come with weeping and with supplications, and I will lead them. Yeah, Jeremiah will lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of water, God says, in a straight way in which they shall not stumble, for I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. God says, I shall, they shall come with weeping and with supplication, and I will lead them. God is going to lead them. I said Jeremiah was going to lead them because Jeremiah is known also as the weeping prophet. Many times in the book of Jeremiah, Je- Jeremiah weeps. In one occasion, he said, "If if if I could, if my eyes were just a river of water, so I could weep day and night, or something like that." I think. Um, I, let me see. If I could look it up. I'm just hold on one second. Let me play a song while I look for this.
dead in Christ shall rise, and the glory of his resurrection share. Found the passage is um, Jeremiah nine one. <clears throat> Jeremiah nine one says, "All in my head were waters, and my eyes a fountain of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people." Jeremiah was one who wept. He knew weeping. He was one. He was one who wept. Jeremiah. He's known as the weeping prophet. Oh, God gave him reasons to weep. But yet he knew who to weep to. He knew to weep to God. Well, can you take your tears instead of just crying? Pour them out to God instead of pouring them out to yourself and feeling sorry for yourself. Just take those tears and and give your complaint to God and just start crying in his presence. You'll feel a lot better, I tell you. I learned that um, last year, March, when my late wife died. I I poured my tears to God. You know, I I didn't have no one else to do it to. I can't, didn't feel like crying to people because they say they care and they give me hugs and this and that. Or, but it's not the same. Sometimes you don't want people to be around you when you're when you're in a depression mood. And the best person to have is God. The best consolation you can have is God's consolation. There was a time that I felt insulated. And I didn't want nobody around me. And I want no one around me. So I will cry to God. 
I will cry to God who was my consolation. And he could be your consolation too, brothers and sisters. Cry to him. Pour out your heart to him instead of a friend. Oh yeah, sometimes it's good to, to, to cry to a friend. Well, sometimes our friends can't help us. Sometimes there are situations that only God can help us. And I'm here to tell you, cry to God first before you could cry to a friend. Cry to God first before you go to your friend. Because God could help you in this situation. In whatever situation you're going through, God could help you. And He's been our consolation. He's been my consolation. He's given me the strength to, to continue on. Sometimes I feel like certain churches just like to take advantage of me, you know? Or certain people want to take advantage of me. And and then that kind of leads me to going to God, you know? All these churches are taking advantage of me. You know, you know they, they... They feel like they take me like a slave or something, you know? That's what happens when you, it's hard for you to say no to people, you know? Uh, I'm not talking about nobody in Pakistan. I'm not talking about... Um, might be talking about somebody in Philadelphia, some people in Philadelphia that like to take advantage. Anyway. That's why I want to go to Pakistan. I feel like maybe I could do better there than I could do here. Maybe I could do more there for the mission field. Maybe there's people that could hear the gospel message and will listen and come to Christ. I ministered in Pakistan before, but through through the internet means, hopefully God will permit me to minister there in person this time. And I'm hoping to go there. So keep me in your prayers. And if you can help me financially, um, please get in contact with me at revkakalides at gmail.com. And I'll be waiting. Anyway, um, let's, let's finish the message here. Um, let's play one more song and then we'll pray together. Let's, let's play a song, Crown Him With Many Crowns.
Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I, I pray for everyone here in this program. If they're feeling sick, Lord God, that you will put your divine hands and heal them, Lord. Divine hands and heal them, Lord. Only you can restore. Only you can break the chains and bonds and yokes, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Bring healing upon the body. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you next program of Mr. Kakalides and the Bible Podcast. Um, don't know if tomorrow I'm going to be active doing the program for the simple fact that I'm going to the dentist and I pray God they don't take my tooth away. If they take my tooth, maybe I won't be able to speak. So I might put a YouTube audio on or something if that's the case. But hopefully I'll be able to speak. And if I'm able to speak, I'm able to preach. And if I'm able to preach, I'm recording. So Lord bless you and... I'll continue being your pastor through the podcast, and we're we're going to study eventually this week. We're we're going to study Genesis chapter five. There's, there's also good stuff there, and we're going to take a look at that. Lord bless. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.